Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. With a tear in my eye, I have to inform you that I have sold Berkshire. But this doesn't mean I'm not friends with Buffett anymore. Actually, if we look at Buffett's BFFs, Monish Pabrai, he doesn't have Berkshire in his portfolio. He has something else. His ultimate BFF, Charlie, doesn't have Berkshire. Again, something else. So I have sold Berkshire because there is something better. And we'll quickly go through Berkshire's earnings to make a valuation using the three key factors there, which are future growth, price earnings ratio, and also you can see whether you want to count the 70 billion of free available cash that Warren said he could use to buy something. Those are the three key factors, the valuation that leads to expected returns. We're going to put the calculations into our intrinsic value table compared to others in the table and you'll see that there is better and that's why I unfortunately sold my Berkshire position. But this doesn't mean we will stop following loving Buffett. So if you like this video, if you like Buffett, smash that like button and consider subscribing if you haven't. So I've made a video in March, I think also of 2020. Then I bought in May with the second dip, I bought some Berkshire Hathaway. In my case, Berkshire B stock. And if we take a look at what happened since May, I think I bought somewhere here, Berkshire stock is up, what is this, 61%. So 60% up on the same business. Berkshire is so big that it doesn't change in one year 60%. So we have to go to back to our factors and make a valuation. The sad truth is that as a stock price goes up, it's mathematical, your long-term returns going forward will be lower and your investing risk is higher. So with Berkshire, you have to see at what price Berkshire for you is a low risk, high return investment and at what price it is a little bit more risky with lower returns. And then you compare to others, other options that you have and then you see what fits your portfolio or not. Now on earnings, as we discussed in the earnings update, in the conference update, so we are really focused on Berkshire in this channel. In the earnings, Warren Buffett said in Q1 they made about 7 billion times 4, that's 28 billion and that something that I didn't touch there, I want to just quickly touch here are the hidden earnings around 8 billion that bring the total earnings of Berkshire to 36 billion likely in 2021. So if you look at Berkshire, Berkshire owns a lot of stakes in other companies, the stock market portfolio. And you can see here Apple, for example, 5.4% owned and market value, of course, 120 billion. But if we look at Apple, if we look at the market cap, the price earnings ratio, if we look at the earnings, only the dividend yield is represented in Berkshire's accounting. The difference between the dividend yield and the actual earnings is not shown anywhere with Berkshire. So if I make the calculation from the price earnings ratio, Apple's earnings are around 74.3 billion. 
of that 14.6 billion is paid out as dividend, 5.4% of that is accounted with Berkshire's earnings, and 59 billion is what we call hidden earnings for Berkshire, or 5.4% of the above 59.7 billion, thus 3.22 billion is Apple earnings that's not shown in Berkshire's financial statement. When you add up all the other companies into the Berkshire portfolio, it gets to about 8-9 billion. Some can argue that that's reflected in the stock price, but those stock prices and that new accounting rules go up and down all the time, so it's not really suitable for investment decision making. So better to take hidden earnings, the actual earnings from the operating businesses and we are at around 36 billion. Now we have 36 billion of earnings as a fundamental basis of our valuation and then we have to discuss growth ahead, the price earnings ratio of Berkshire and whether you want to add the 70 billion that Warren Buffett said that are free for him to use and invest. The other 70 billion are for insurance purposes. And the best way here is to go to our intrinsic value table. You can download this for free in the link in the description below on my stock market research platform. This is the public one. And if we click here on Berkshire, we have the valuation. I have put 36 billion in cash flows estimated 6% growth rate for the next 10 years with the buybacks, with the good returns on investment, good businesses. Warren Buffett said that 2021 as it started was really, really good. High growth, everybody was buying like there is no tomorrow which means that future growth will likely be slower. However, the buybacks, the quality business, I'm assuming from a conservative basis, 5 to 6% Berkshire free cash flow growth or earnings growth per year. Now, the second factor is the valuation. Currently, the price earnings ratio on 36 billion is just below 20. But if we keep the market's price earnings ratio current at 20 for 2030, as those earnings grow 6% per year, then the intrinsic value expecting a 10% discount rate is 468 billion for Berkshire, right? In this 6%, I have included the growth that might come if the 70 billion are deployed. So this is, let's say, the average market situation and perspective. However, I'm a much more conservative investor and this is my reality for Berkshire. 5% growth, 10% discount rate and a terminal multiple, a price earnings ratio of 2030 of just 15. If interest rates go up, so will price earnings ratios go down and therefore 15 is much more conservative for a business, for something like Berkshire, for any company, for a stable company, I'm much more comfortable with expecting 15 than 20. If I take these calculations, then my intrinsic value is much, much lower and at 322 billion. If we compare that to the market cap of 650 billion, then unfortunately for me, for an expected return of 10%, Berkshire on a conservative basis is 50% overvalued or 100% overvalued and should crash 50%. So where it was in March and May 2020 when I bought. So Berkshire gave me the expected returns of 10% per year in a year 
and therefore I think there is better. If we go back to the comparative table and as you have seen with Charlie Munger and Monish Pabrai, if we go to Alibaba and the stock price there, I have assumed uh, cash flow per share. The stock is down because they are investing more into the future, which means that their growth rate that was 30% now, probably cash flows per share will slow down a little bit in growth over the next five years, but then it should be even higher. With terminal multiple that's now higher, but equal to Berkshire of 20, a discount rate of 10, the intrinsic value of Alibaba for me is $349 per share. If we compare that to the stock price, it means that 213 Going back to our valuation, 349, that's 50% upside. I have to delete here the present value, sorry, because they are not paying out the dividends. So cash flows are reinvested in growth, so already calculated here, not as present value distributed to shareholders, but still, okay. In the worst case scenario, present value down 25% so I correct myself there and upside still uh, double. So this is Alibaba, both Charlie Munger and Monish Pabrai and in a recent video Monish said he's adding to the position he likes and he can't comment on that anymore just that it's a great business. I made a video on Alibaba in December and uh, I will make an update in the next month or so but that video summarizes still the situation, I will more focus on the quality of the business, which Monish Pabrai said it's an amazing business in the next video, in the, this month I hope to do that. So this is the reason, investing is always about comparing, I think Alibaba has the potential to be a triple in the next five to ten years, even more, Berkshire not, therefore Alibaba on the same margin of safety because our, both are quality businesses. So there are some noise with China and everything which we'll discuss in the next video. But check the Alibaba video and talking about three five beggars that Alibaba is a potential. I'll see you tomorrow when we discuss 100 beggars and my opinion on those. Alibaba is unlikely to be 100 beggar but if you have a few three four beggars you are at 100 beggars much faster with much less risk. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast please leave a five star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you and I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.